Hello, and welcome to Birth of Family Church Podcast. We trust that you'll find an encouraging word to strengthen your walk with the Lord. And if you're visiting the area, or if you're looking for a good church home, come check us out at birthedfamilychurch.org. There you can find our location and service times. Thanks again for tuning in. God bless. joke around a lot about how long my services are, but now I'm being completely serious. <laughs> Can you shift gears like that? <laughs> this, today's sermon is six pages long. Oh See, that's page six right there. So you're ready. You're ready for six pages. <coughs> I got one, I got two, anyone out? Three, four, Five. That's almost a, that's almost half. How about you out there? Are you ready for the word of God? Just, let's lift our heart to him and say, Father, Father speak, to me now. speak to me now. In Jesus' name. Jesus name. Amen. The title of this morning's service is The Christmas Story. God created man to have divine fellowship with himself and to be the caretaker of his creation. He said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them. And God said to them, be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. And have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. God gave man a place in his creation, second only to himself. When I consider your heavens, the works of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have set in place, what is man that you are mindful of him, the son of man that you care for him? For you made him a little lower than the heavenly beings and crowned him with glory and honor. And you made him ruler over the works of your hands and put everything under his feet. Yet man, in his God given place of authority on the earth, did the unthinkable. Adam, through his disobedience to God, gave dominion over all the works of God's hands to the devil and fell to a fallen state separate from God through sin. This sin condition and separation from God fell upon all mankind. Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, and so that death passed upon all men, and for that all have sinned. 
This death by sin was separation from God and his glory. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. God needed a plan. A plan that would free mankind from his fallen state and restore him to the place where God originally set him. This plan is called the great plan of redemption. God began to execute this plan immediately after Adam's sin in the garden and the fall of mankind. God said this to the serpent. From now on, you and the woman will be enemies. As will your offspring and her heirs. You will strike his heel, but he will crush your head. In order for the plan of redeeming man to be successful, God himself would need to pay the price for man's sin. This is because man is unable to save himself because of his fallen nature. God had to find a way to legally come to the earth as a man while maintaining the nature of God. And he said, Hear ye now, O house of David. It is a small thing for you to weary men, but will ye weary my God also? Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. His name shall be Emmanuel, which is God with us, or incarnation. You see, God found a way to create the union of deity with humanity. The prophet said, How long will you wander, O faithful daughter? The Lord will create a new thing on the earth. A woman shall surround a man. This scripture could be translated, A woman shall encompass a man-child. God placed Jesus in the womb of a virgin. Adam was created. The rest of humanity was generated by natural generation. But Jesus was born by the seed of God. The womb of the virgin was simply a receptacle of the holy seed until he was brought forth. This assured that Jesus would come legally to the earth through physical birth, and at the same time preserve his sinless state. Jesus was 100% God, 100% man. This season, we celebrate the birth of Christ, yet as God, he has always lived. But you, Bethlehem, through you, or though you are little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of you shall come forth to me, 
the one to be ruler in Israel, whose goings forth are from old to everlasting. The birth of Jesus' humanity was God's gift to man. For he said, For to you or to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Divine names and titles were ascribed to Jesus. These names prove that he is by nature a divine member of the Godhead. Jesus is named Emmanuel, God, Lord, Lord of all, wonderful, counselor, mighty God, everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, the Lord's Christ, Son of God, His Son, my Son, only begotten Son, Alpha and Omega, beginning and the end, first and last. The Lord, Son of the Highest, Bread of God, Holy One of God, Holy Child Jesus, King of Kings and Lord of Lords, Lord and Savior. Word of God. Even though Jesus came as a man, God allowed the fullness of his deity to remain upon him. For God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in. The Word of God plainly teaches that our Redeemer is divine. These divine offices were ascribed to Him. Jesus is Creator, Mediator, Head of the Church, Savior, Judge, Preserver, Life Giver, Lord and Christ, resurrection and life divine characteristics are also ascribed to Christ he is holy by birth righteous faithful truth just guileless sinless spotless innocent harmless obedient to God obedient to earthly parents, zealous, meek, lowly in heart, merciful, patient, long-suffering, compassionate, benevolent, loving, self-denying, humble, resigned, and forgiving. Yet Jesus 
emptied himself to come to earth. For he came as a man. Who, being in the very nature of God, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but made himself nothing. Taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to death, even the death on a cross. God the Son came to us as a man. The Apostle John gives us a glimpse of divinity becoming human. In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. He was with God from the beginning. Yet the Word became flesh and made his dwelling amongst us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. After the fall of man, Jesus became the only way to the Father in heaven. For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus. This God-man, the incarnation of deity with humanity, provided one who could stand as man's mediator, he was equal with God on one hand and united with men on the other. Jesus became a God-man to assume the obligation of man's treason and sin and satisfy the claims of justice, bringing the separation between God and man. Jesus was born a man in order to be our Savior. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. He shall save his people from their sins. Now all of this was done, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and she shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is being interpreted God with us. The gift of Jesus gave us the ability to be 
become the sons or children of God. But when the time had fully come, God sent his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those under law that we might receive the full rights of sons. Because you are sons, God sent the spirit of his son into our hearts. The spirit who calls out, Abba, Father. So you are no longer a slave, but a son. And since you are a son, God has made you also an heir. Not only did Jesus come to free mankind, he came to reveal the Father to the world. No one has ever seen God, but God, the one and only, who is at the Father's side, he has made him known. Jesus saith unto him, He that has seen me has seen the Father. This holiday season we celebrate God's gift to man. And Christ became a human being and lived here on earth among us and was full of loving forgiveness and truth. And some of us have seen his glory, the glory of the only Son of the Heavenly Father. For that which was conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. It's time to remember how much our Heavenly Father loves us, a love that compelled him to send his only son in the form of man to die in our place. For God so loved the world that he gave this one and only Son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world but to save the world through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe stands condemned already because he has not believed in the name of God's one and only Son. May we all remember and enjoy the true meaning of this holiday season. Amen. So that leaves us in this place as we reflect from Scripture the need for Jesus 
and why he came the way he came in order for him to do what he did to set us free. He truly is the gift of God to all humanity. But like every gift, it has no value unless it's opened and received in order to enjoy that gift. And so is it with the Christ. Yes, you can believe in him, and that's a good start. But the Bible says that we have to receive him to enjoy what that gift has brought for us to enjoy. So I know each one of you intimately and personally. And I believe that you have Jesus in your heart. But I don't know all of you intimately and personally. And so we've heard the truth about who this God-man is. That he is part of the Godhead. He's always existed. He has no beginning. He has no end. And this is a season that we talk about this gift. And so I believe there are those who are watching right now that you know about Jesus. You may even believe in Jesus, but the question I ask this morning, do you have Jesus? Have you opened the door of your heart and allowed him to come in by saying, Jesus, come into my heart, come into my life, be that Savior to me. Not just a Savior, but my Savior. So if that's you this morning, I'm extending to you the opportunity right now, once and for all, to receive this gift of Jesus Christ into your life. That he won't just be a famous person in, in one that you believe in, that he'll become a part of you when you allow him to come into your life. For the scripture says that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. As many as receive him, to them he gives the power to become the sons of God. Whosoever shall believe in his heart and confess Jesus as their Lord, to them they receive eternal life. So if you question whether you have or whether you haven't. That's a sign that you need him now. Because we should never go through life questioning whether or not we have Jesus or not. And you can settle that right now. So let's have everyone here, everyone out there, bow your head. Bow your head. First and foremost, it's required of us to acknowledge that we need a savior that we can't save ourselves that we are held captive in our trespasses and sins and that we have fallen short of God's glory we all have that need now the only answer that can quench and meet that need is a personal intimate relationship 
with the Son of God, Jesus Christ, the one who became a man to set us free. So right now, I'm asking you to receive him. I'm asking you to repeat after me and say these words from your heart. Believe what you're saying and allow him to come in. So say this after me. Father in heaven, I'm a sinner. I fall short of your glory. And I need a Savior. Jesus, I believe you are the Lamb of God, born of a virgin, and you became the very first God-man. And on the cross, you bear away my sin, and you died, and you were buried. But I believe, as the scriptures say, that God the Father raised you from the dead. Jesus, I believe you conquered death. You conquered sin for my benefit. I'm asking you now, Jesus, come into my heart. Jesus, come into my life. I receive you now as my personal Lord and Savior. And I declare that because I've called upon your name, you've now come into my heart. You've now resurrected me and given me eternal life. And I'm now born again. I'm now a child of God. And when I leave this earth through physical death, I'm going to go to my home in heaven because today, this day, I invited Christ into my heart and I'm born again. Now, if you believe that, just lift your hands and say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I'm on my way. I'm on my way as a believer when I leave this earth. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Now, for those of you who did that, or maybe some of you re-upped by praying that prayer, you rededicated or refreshed your commitment to Christ. There's some things that we should do to sustain what just happened, to feed what just happened. We need to grow. So that means you need to find yourself a good Bible church. A church that's teaching the word of God. That teaches a relationship with God through the word of God and through the spirit of God. Find a place where you can be held accountable. That you can be part of a body and have the opportunity to serve Jesus Christ. It's one thing to have him as your savior, but then it's something else to follow him. And to allow him to use you.
that's when things really get good. <laughs> Amen? Amen? So find that church. You can, you can always contact us if you feel that we can help you in any way. You can just send us an email, bfc3982 at gmail.com. And if you prayed these, this prayer this morning for the first time, we'll send you a handout that will, that will show you what you did according to the scriptures and what you have. Amen? Amen. Well, let's thank the Lord for those who received Christ this morning. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. So that is the Christmas story. And so if this touched your heart, and maybe if you want a, a copy of this, I'd be more than happy to get one to you. Same goes to all y'all out there. You can just contact us. Uh, that's plural for y'all, uh, all y'all. So uh, just contact us through that email. I can respond by email and give you a, uh, a Word uh, file that you can print it out or just read it from your device. Amen? Amen. Well, I'm glad I came to church this morning. Any good? And we just, sent a, we just set a new uh, land speed record. Um, six pages of notes and we're getting out in less than 30 minutes. And everybody said it is a bona fide Christmas Miracle, Hallelujah! So uh, we're having a praise service tonight. If that's something you're interested in, we'll see you tonight at uh, six o'clock. We love you. See you next time.